Welcome to Gratitude Space Radio. I'm your host, Chris Palmore, founder of GratitudeSpace.com. My sincere thanks for listening, subscribing, and rating this podcast. Hi, I'm Chris Palmer. Welcome to Gratitude Space Radio, and I'm here with my friend Elise. Annalise, sorry, I don't know why I'm messing up your name. <laughs> there you are. I mean, clicking the buttons wrong. <laughs> well, this, this is a special birthday gratitude episode, and we're doing it again like it's the first time. Yep, exactly. Take two. Take two. Yes, yes. So uh, we were. Uh, I was just trying to say that you know um, I like to start these off. Uh, well, for one thing, what we were saying before is. You know, um, birthdays are a great time for people to reflect on what they're grateful for in their lives. And it's a great time just to give that space to people. And I, I love hearing uh, what people's thoughts are on their birthdays and the people in their lives. And I saw that thanks to uh, Facebook, that you know, that we are connected. And I saw that they reminded me your birthday was coming up. So I was thinking, I haven't talked to you in a really long time. And this is a great opportunity for us to chit chat and share some gratitude. Yeah. And like I was telling Chris before, Super grateful to have the opportunity to reflect with somebody else about things to enter in of my life. So I'm entering the age of 30, dirty 30. We're going to have fun. <laughs> and <laughs> let's see what we can. I guess we're going to look over time as I enter my birthday. So thanks, Chris. Oh, you're welcome for sure. And I, you know, I love uh, to start these off. I love to just kind of give some gratitude for the person that made and like the mechanisms that made this possible. You know, uh, for me, it's, it's always nice to have a connection and have a moment with somebody, but if you can reflect on, you know, how did that happen? Like, where was the connection at? Um, So in that, in that vein, I'm trying something new here where we get to go. Thank you, Lilo. I like to call him Lily. Um, so my friend, you know, my friend, uh, my friend Lee, I've, I've known for, uh, I feel like, man, 12, 13 years. And we became friends in Savannah, Georgia when he was in college there. And uh, actually, I think I met him after I graduated and, uh, he's a great guy. And every time I come to New York, I see him. And he, uh, years ago when I was starting my gratitude journey, him and I chit chatted a lot about different ways to share gratitude. And in one of those chats he mentioned that he mentioned you and he had this friend he's like i think she'd be perfect to talk with you because you guys have a very similar uh seems like you have very similar message or energy so how so that's my story lee and i wanted to thank lee how do you how did you meet lee lee so yeah that's so funny i haven't seen lee probably in about six seven years i had met him at a job at a digital advertising one of my favorite places to work because everyone's energy was super creative. It's always like creating mindset. And that's where I, my YouTube channel, Annalise in the city, which is what I think Anthony's talking about where we have similar energies because that whole premise of the show was me being obsessed with um, interviewing people, chasing or like walking towards fulfillment in life. People who are doing more than the nine to five living on autopilot. And I think I naturally tend to talk to people about this. So that's probably what Lee was talking to you about. So yeah, that's how I met Lee. Super funny dude. 
Oh yeah, yeah, awesome guy, and that's true. Yes, he was. It was because of your. It was because of your YouTube show. That's I do remember that now. That was specifically. So you you have a better memory than me. I re- oh, I remembered Lee, <laughs> and then you remembered what you remembered the other things. <laughs> Well, I just jogged because you said that, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder why Lee thought that." But that's that's exactly why I birthed that YouTube channel because of that advertising agency. Awesome. So, um, you know, so what? For people who don't know you're watching this, could you uh, share a little bit about yourself and your passions? Sure. So, hi everyone. My name is Annalisa. I am my thirtieth birthday. Uh, some of my passions, oh, Puerto Rican and Dominican, but born in the States, New York. And my passions include striving for fulfillment. I am somebody, like I mentioned before, that I want to know what true fulfillment is in life. And for someone who be very depressed and encountered um, a wake-up call where I realized I could put my time towards discovering what I love in this world. I love dance, I love dancing, I love clothes, I work in ready to wear fashion, and it it feels like everything is starting to align. But my passions include aligning towards the things so that I can truly make the most of it and maybe wake up others who want that call in their life, but haven't quite figured out that that's an option for them. So I answer your question. Yes, it's very good. But inside that question, that answer, you um, you mentioned. I feel like you said there's like there was a moment when you had a realization. Did you say that? Did I hear that correctly? So I'm curious. Could you speak a little more to that? Because I feel like there's a there's some more good stuff right in that. Yeah. So how can I explain this wake up call? Um, hmm. I guess I'm somebody. I'm very grateful for my family, like my mom, my dad, my sister. It's the four of us. It's always been the four of us. And um, my parents are, I guess, middle class. We're middle class. And when I say it like that hesitation, it's like my father's Dominican. He came to the U.S. uh, when he was so learning English and just surviving once he came to the States. My mom, she's very shy. Um, and long my parents, when they met each other, it's like perfect yin and yang. My dad is always the risk taker. He's always pushing my mom to do more. And um, my mom's more of like the, like the logics, you know? Mm-hmm. With both of them, their attitude, they've always been able to overcome obstacles with this immense faith. Like when things look mm-hmm. impossible, it is amazing to see when things look like they're about to break apart, like always trusting God to pull through the universe and knowing that they're going to work out. So there came where we faced goals um, in my teenage years. I won't get into detail with all of them, but one of them included like our house burning down. Um, oh, wow. It was our- we moved to Florida, built our dream home and... I think it was like a year later, the house caught on fire. Um, my dad was cooking and the stove, it was an electric stove, like it was fire in the house. So my dad couldn't see it from his, the outside. We had a lot of land. And so he was gardening. He came back into the house and um, the house was in flames and quickly lost everything. So, you know, that was one of the things that had caused like an identity like questioning my identity, 
um, to Finn on top of you know that we had gone through that we didn't know how to fully process but it came a point where I was just so negative in my life I had I was dealing with cystic acne that I had polycystic syndrome and it was just like uh, a lot to deal with and then the wake-up call happened after I graduated college not saying that I was forever but it was like you know I couldn't I I I was aware there were some negative scripts going on on the inside and I didn't realize putting those scripts and mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep it short but to get to the point when I moved to New York I encountered my cousin's friend who was really big in the attraction and to the secret have you heard of the secret before that book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes game changer because it showed me how our negative how our internal negative are always influencing your moves in life so if you're someone who's very has a negative script going on inside you kind of tend to look at the world in a way that just against you you're always looking for the bad and then when i read that book i used to have a problem with looking at myself in the mirror because of the acne it was like all over my face Mm. and that book practice every day just manifesting and um being grateful i found this book called the magic have you read the magic from ronda Brin? Uh, actually i've not read the magic but i have heard of it yes the magic is basically she wrote these books the power wait um the secret the magic the power hero so attraction the power is love and life magic is gratitude and the hero is all about the hero's journey of people going through obstacles, overcoming them. And um, so once I got into those books, I started experimenting on myself because I had nothing to lose. And that turned to be the best experiment I've ever done because it literally rewired my brain to get back to an optimistic mindset. And yeah, that's just a brief, hopefully synopsis of the wake up call. <laughs> I love that. Well, who was, who do you remember the name of the friend that uh, said you should read The Secret? <laughs> no, that's okay if you don't. I just, I, I love the story. And I think, you know, like you were in the place where you needed to be at that time after getting to New York. And then you came to this person and they, it's not like it was such a banner, you know, this, somebody, it's amazing. In my book, I talk about like, you know, we, there's so much stuff going on all around us all the time, right? Information is coming, go. Most of the time we don't even, you know, it's like, it's those moments those moments when we actually hear something, right? Like this person going, you should read this book, right? There's, for who knows why at that moment, right? You just happen to go, okay, you know? And then what you're talking about now is like this massive change, right? Like this this, this, this mindset change of who, who you are because somebody just referred a book to you. And it's like, it's such a magic, it's, just, it's, it's a magical thing when we're aware enough where we connect with something and then it, and then it just, it, you know, changes our lives. It's amazing. That's the story you just told, really. You know, you told this leading up, you know, having the house burned down, going to New York, and then being in this mindset with how you felt about yourself. And at the exact time, uh, you were aware enough to hear somebody say this. And I think that's it's awesome. It's a beautiful story. Yeah. Thank you. But the reason I laugh is because this person wasn't really a friend. They didn't oh, okay. like me. Huh. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> me and I didn't really care for their personality either but they were my cousin's friends but it was like 
it's it's funny, right? Somebody who like you or somebody doesn't realize the effect that they had in their life. Maybe something that they, hmm, I don't know, because when people don't like you, maybe they don't want to see you win. But like maybe because our attention to what she was saying, she doesn't realize how she actually changed my life in the best way possible. So, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, uh, yeah, again, you know, she, the messenger may not have been wanting, had the best interest at heart, but you just happen to be, again, you guys cross each other's path where this is what you heard. You know, it's, I, I was, uh, I, I have a, a podcast host named Peter and he, uh, he tells a story about this guy named Moosh that he's friends with that inspired him to write his book because Moosh said, he remembers Moosh saying that Moosh got for a hundred days in a row, he wrote for an hour a day and then he had a book, right? Like this was Peter's, and I heard this story from Peter many, many times, right? Cause that's what Peter heard, but we had Moosh on the podcast. <laughs> Peter told the story and Moosh said, Peter, I, I don't want to, I, I hate to correct you here, but it was, it was once a week for 50, you know, for a hundred weeks. Like, uh -huh. so the funny thing is, it's like, it's like, what is like, even in that instance, like he didn't hear exactly, you know what I mean? Like he heard something that like resonated with him, made it like once a, once a day where it was once a week where this person may have been like, you said you guys didn't get along, but at that moment, what you heard was like, you should check this book out. And that's, yeah. you know, and that's, and that's what, and in that, in, in that essence, like that's what you walk away with, which is, which is a powerful thing. And I, I love the, uh, you know, it's again, just going back to that idea. It's like, you, you know, you wake up and you see the lens in the world that, you know, you see, you see the world through the lens that you apply. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so. I was just looking for a solution at that time. Anything just so desperate for something that could be the solution. So that's funny. That's probably exactly. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's again, like you, yeah, you'll be more aware and you're more open to just hearing what people say. You know, again, it's just different times of our life. And that's what I feel like gratitude, you know, intention and gratitude allows you to slow down and be present where you're actually more uh, when you're, well, for example, if you're not being present, you know, you're not going to hear what people say. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's the same thing. Like, if you're, if you're not actually being present, you can't really appreciate what's in front of you. Um, and that's what, you know, yeah, it's so it's, you know, when we come across these things that change our lives, it's specifically because we're being present. You know, it's because in some reason in that moment, we were just more aware to be like, what's going on here opposed to, oh, no, what am I looking like or what happened yesterday or, you know, or what's going on tomorrow? It's like it's those moments when we come to being present and that, that the magic happens, you know, and that's that's huge. I think it's huge. And there's so yeah, much gratitude. I agree. It's interesting that you you say that, right? Being present. And sometimes I have this thing where, so I went to school to be a reporter. And so I kind of have this thing where like, I love people's stories. And it's funny because I'm always looking for the sound bite. I'm always looking for the gem to take away from certain conversations. And um, so yeah, I naturally be maybe too good of a listener <laughs> where people want to tell me their life story which i appreciate right because i love learning through other people um sometimes it can get a little um but you know it goes to your point being present has changed my life in a different way because i feel like i get all these little life lessons from everybody because you get to experience the world through other people and just take right. it for you
Yeah, and you know, you when you say you're listening to people, you know, and you're you're listening for what they're saying, it, you know, the the other flip side of like gratitude is like like all I want to do is be a catalyst for gratitude. And honestly, when you really listen to somebody, you're creating a space for gratitude. When you just show up and you're so when you're when you're talking to somebody and you're actually really focusing on them, that's you're you're creating space for gratitude because you're again, you're being present for the person in front of you, which is it which is a form of kindness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's a uh, kindness is a massive way to be a catalyst for gratitude. Yeah, I I like how you're saying that. That's true. I agree. Yeah, so that's that's what I was saying. And and then the great thing is, like we're, when we're talking about this, is when you are aware for somebody, you know, the great thing is, is when you're listening to somebody else, you're not thinking about your problems at that moment because you're just listening to them, and you're just creating, uh, and you're not thinking, you know, you're you're showing up for somebody else, which is kind, and at the same time, you're being present. So it's uh, it's. It's it's a it's a powerful thing. I, I uh, and that's just like us talking right now. We're here for each other, which is great. Like if we were in a coffee shop right now, there'd be a thousand and one noises going on around us. We could never actually have this kind of conversation. Yeah, I mean that is true too. So all great points. And yeah, I feel like when you're talking to the present, right? Maybe it's it's a way of showing love, right? I feel like a lot of people. Um, don't get the validation to express their stories. And so when one listens to them, it's like a relief because you're maybe, especially for people who are more listeners and don't really tell others what they're experiencing. I find that I'm listening to people like that because I'm also one of those people and I'm grateful when people listen to me um, or not always just looking for me for help. But when I'm able to express myself, it's just like, comes off of your shoulder so there is there is like a, a nice I don't know if it's gratitude is the word but there is a nice space of appreciation of going on by being talking to people in that way yeah well I mean I guess it depends how you look at it I just I feel like um I like I was saying like you're just creating when you when you show up for people you're creating a space where gratitude can exist because you're allowed you're by by default when you when you actually respect somebody and you're there for them, that's a show of appreciation of your time to actually, you know, we, th this is important, you know, the statement, even if you don't say it, it's like the statement is basically, this is important. I'm paying attention to you. Like I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm not, I'm not everywhere else in the world. I'm here with you. And, you know, I had an amazing author, Hector Garcia, who, who wrote a book called Ichigo Ichi. Uh -huh. And, uh, he, uh, he talked about, um, you know, Ichigo Ichi is what they use in the Japanese tea, tea ceremonies. And it basically means that this is sacred will never happen again. So it's a way of bringing yourself to the moment because it doesn't matter if you were to have the same conversation a week later. It's never the same. Every moment actually is sacred because it will never, ever happen again, regardless of you reconstructing it. So in the same sense, when we're with people, if you when you give people your attention and you're actually being there for them, that's, you know, you, that's an Ichigo Ichi moment because you're really being present for the person, which is a complete form of appreciation, I think. That's probably going to be my little nugget of our conversation today. That is so true. You will never relive the same exact moment because that person's going to be, even if you do talk about the same thing, right? You don't know right. where both of you will be in that moment next time you talk about it, but I like it. So it's called the itchy moment. Uh, it, well, itchy, Ichigo Ichi is the uh, is the Japanese frame. Uh, the phrase is Ichigo Ichi. But the book is spectacular because it's all just about reasons to be in the present and way to do, you know, ways to do it and the importance of being of realizing that every moment actually is sacred. 
So the more we can bring wow. that, obviously we can't, you know, I don't think it's possible if you're in a life because you obviously have to drive a car or, you know, you have things you're doing, but um, the more we can build mechanisms into appreciating these moments, you know, the more that's, you know, the moment is where life is. That's what we remember. Right. We don't, re for example, you know, like driving to work, you don't remember to drive to work. Right. Like that's just something if you do it, if you do it all the time, it just becomes I drive to work and that's, you know, 10 hours a day or I take you exactly take the train. Right. You take the same train. But when you decide to take a different route or you go say somebody picks you up, then it becomes a memory. Right. Because you're actually it's a new experience. So um, if we the mindset of the whole it's the whole mindset. Right. It's like this is its own experience. It will never happen again. So the more that we can uh, build those moments, just like, you know, gratitude on your birthday, you know, into our lives, the, the, you know, the longer our lives will build, we'll have more moments and to share and uh, more magic to remember. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very interesting. Um, I feel like maybe unconsciously, I've kind of had a little bit in my mother, my mother, she is a middle child, she has an older sister and a younger brother, but he passed. So mm. she has always in my sister and I that we should say sorry quickly, you know, go, don't go to sleep mad because you never know when your last moment is going to be with this person that you love. So in a way, when you were just talking about, I feel like I almost see life a little bit that way, not knowing that's a way of being present right. because you don't know when your last moment is going to be with just milking out to the max that you can by being present, I think, is um, a really great way to kind of put interactions with people. But I, I really do like that there is a book about that. And I like that phrase, Ichigo Ichi. <laughs> yeah, Ichigo Ichi. Yeah, I'll, I, uh, he, was, he was on the podcast and I can share I can share the book with you if you want to take a look at it. But it's really, yeah. it's really fantastic. It's a great read and um, really like him a lot. <laughs> so I'm glad we can talk about it. Even when, even when I was talking to him, he said something really beautiful on the podcast. He, uh, I asked him what like gratitude meant to him and how would he explain it? And he, he's so like, I could tell he, you know, he looks up, so I could tell nothing was scripted, right? Like you could tell, like, he's just there, which is all I want. I just want to have a conversation. And yeah. he's like, he's like, well, you know, I think he's like gratitude. It's like, he's like, it's, it's like when, you know, you're focusing on that one thing that's wrong and, you know, but you have 99 things that are going right. So it's like this image in my head was like gratitude is when you decide to turn your head to the right and focus on the things that actually are going right in your life. I had this image in my head just because of the way he was talking. I was like, that's a beautiful image. It's like when you just decide to look over here at this massive wall of things you have that are working, right? The things that are good just to take away from this one thing. You know, it's that whole idea of if 99 people say that's, you know, you have a nice smile. One person says, comes up and says, your hair looks nasty. It's like, that's all we think. You know, it's like that, that negative connotation is all we think, but it's like in the moment we can decide to make that choice to pivot, like that's gratitude. Yeah, that's amazing. That is a beautiful way to put that. So true. Thanks. Another yeah, that was just a conversation today. <laughs> well, I, I love sharing. That's just because I talk with people. I get to share these wonderful thoughts other people uh, bring to my mind, you know, that they create for me. Uh, so, yeah. you know, I know we're, we're getting um, let me. So you, you already expressed. Actually, I want to step back for a second. I, I loved how you. We're sharing love for your your father and your mother. How what were you know your your dad coming from the Dominican like public republic? What um what were the mechanisms that came into like him actually getting to the states? Like how 
how, do you know, do you know the story of your ancestral story of how that happened? You kind of broke up in the beginning. So what was, what was the, uh, I was just curious, like, for example, you know, your whole life, obviously, up to this moment is the way it is specifically because your dad moved from Dominican to the, obviously, to the United States. So I was curious, like, do you know, like, how that happened or who came into play or what, you know, what brought your father to the States? Yeah. So my dad has a lot of siblings. I have to count them right now. <laughs> Hold on. Dario, let's see. Heidi. Uh, oh, wow. Fausto. So it, it's six of them and a step sibling. Um, so from my standing, and I'm not sure the story, but the bullet points that I know is that him and his family grew up in Dominican Republic. Um, they moved a lot and it was very hard for my dad. I'm only speaking for my dad. But it was very hard for my dad to, I guess, pass grades in school. And he just struggled a lot growing up. And his father came to the United States. He went to New York, found a job, wanting to bring everyone over for a better life. And um, yeah, I think my dad just fell living in the US and did everything he could to just stay here. But I don't remember the nitty gritty details, but I just know it was all for life. Yeah. Mm hmm. And did he, did he meet your mom in New York? He did. He met my mom at work. My dad was working as security at the Federal Reserve. And he saw oh, this wow. cute the mail cart, which was my mom. <laughs> mm. Oh, and, uh, wow. My dad made me, makes me laugh because he always retells the story. But he's always like, he was a little player player. Girls, but when he saw my mom and he met my mom, like he just knew something was different about her. And like all the other people on his floor used to be like, "Yo, there's a male. Talk to her." You know, stayed and they clicked, and here I am. <laughs> no, I no, I I love that because there's like so much. I I have this. Uh, I that's this is very similar idea. It's, I, I I call it gratitude cubed. It's like the same thing we did with Lee. But when you talk about and it's if you're in any. For example, if you're in any state where you're grateful, you can look back and see all these magic, you know, the, you, for instance, the good and the bad. And you can see these pinpointed moments and go, it's OK or that's amazing. Right. Like because here you are. And when I hear that story, you know, I hear like your dad's in another country, you know, and at, and then he his father moves to New York, which is amazing. And then his father brings him over. And then, you know, so then he's OK. So then he's off that that island. He's in New York. And then, you know, he gets his job. Who knows how he got the job at the Federal Reserve? You know, somehow he ends up at the Federal Reserve. And then your mom ends up there and they're in it together. And then here, you know, and then that moment occurs and here you are. And like, that's just, I mean, you know, it's magical. It's like when you think about these, like these little things, right? They were just little, little turns and places to interaction. And then you have these people meeting uh, in New York in this office building, you know, and here, you know, and building a life together. It's, um, it's beautiful. I think there's so much gratitude, so many moments to be grateful for leading up to the meeting, let alone here you are, right? But I mean, just that story. That's true. And it's funny. It is a moment of gratitude to reflect and be like, wow, you know, I guess I'll say it now because he's never heard me say it. But like, yeah, thanks, Dad, for sticking it out in New York and meeting Mom and... <laughs> Bring Stace and I into the world. I appreciate your sacrifices to get us where we are today. And yeah. 
you to have more abundance moving forward, create um, better generations to come and, you know, break cycles, no longer working, brighter futures. So that was a step. That was a start. <laughs> for sure. That was beautiful. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I talked to somebody else on their birthday and they mentioned how, you know, how the, who ended up being her stepfather, you know, came, came to, you know, the country. I didn't even know she was from this other country. Right. And meets her mom. And then that's part of them coming to the States and like, you know, like her, where she was and everything. And it was just like those little connections. It's so, you know, it's just in a world that is totally, you know, entropy and chaos. Like when you get to look back and see like these little connections, these amazing connections and where, you know, what it led to, it's just, um, like I said, it just makes, I, Obviously, we can look at it and go, okay, that makes sense. People move around, they interact. But I like to, I like, to, or you can say it's magical. I like to look at life. I choose, I choose to look at life and say, that's magical. You know, that's my choice. So when I hear stories like that, I'm like, that's freaking amazing. That's not, you know. Yeah. In hindsight, it's magical, right? Because in the moment, it doesn't feel that way. But when you look back and you see, wow, like, what are the chances that these events or occurrences happen to make everything happen where we currently are it is magical because it is rare or there wasn't a huge chance that that could have happened right yeah in the moment yeah everything's just kind of happy but that's again that's where we go back to like if we can be more present we're going to have more moments that lead to the you know you're obviously you know those are intentional things moving out of the country and then intent you know these are all intentional ideas when he sees your mom or he's there and like they connect these are all because they were, you know, being present, you know, being, being aware of what was going on around. And then, uh, and then this happened, you know, then the magic happened. So uh, it's a, uh, it's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I, I actually went to, I took my dad this last year. Uh, he'd been talking about for years, they went, my mom and dad went to college near here and I'd heard stories about it all the time. And it was the 50, he's like, you know, on this date coming up, it's going to be 50 years since I met your mom walking up the hill, you know, at Congressville college. I go, and, and fortunately, I said, because I, you know, because of COVID and being locked down, I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, you want to, it's like, I don't have work. I was like, we can go. I was like, we could totally go do that. You know, we could go, we could go on that day, go to this, you know, go to the campus. And we did, we got up early and we drove the three hours and he stood there at the top of the hill where he has the memory of her walking up the hill. And, you know, we walked around and, um, you know, it's just, um, it was beautiful. You know, it was, it was fun. It was almost like he was a kid again, because you're talking about 50, you know, 50 years ago and him going like, oh, this is the chapel. I remember there's like a stairwell over there. And we used to go, you know, over there and kiss, you know, and this and that. And then, but it was just these, you know, and then we, then we went to this one other place and he shared this one memory. He said, he said, I remember this one day, your mom and I, we drove to Western Kentucky, which is another school to check it out, but they were closed you know, and we came back and I said, I said, I said, you understand, like, if they would have been open and you would have gone there, your life probably would have been completely different. I probably wouldn't exist. Wow. You know, like just because you got to think about like, you move people, you know, they were dating at the time, who knows if they both would, you know what I mean? Like, who you, you change like a school and a situation, like everything changes, right. But I loved how he shared that story. Because again, it was like, if that would have place would have been open, there's a good chance I wouldn't exist. And our lives would be, you know, his life would have been completely different. It's just little, little things, you know. <laughs> that originally doesn't work out turns to be, turn into something greater. Is is mom still around? No, my mom passed away uh, seven years ago of cancer. It'll be April 30th. This year will be the seventh year. 
so sorry for your loss. That's beautiful that you took your father back to just remember mom in that way. I'm sure oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm glad we could do it. You know, it's just again, it was uh, I'd heard stories and it was just the right time. And uh, it was really wonderful. We got pictures. And yeah, yeah. He talked about that the other day, actually. Yeah, that was, um, you know, it's those, again, like slowing down and hearing, you know, if you hear a story a hundred times, it's like because I'd heard it, I hadn't thought, well, we should just go there. Right. Like it just never occurred to me. But because it's like where we are in our lives and the things slowing down, it's like, I was like, we, should, you know, it's just, it just made sense. It finally made sense to say, why don't we do that? You know, let's take a trip together. That's great. That's amazing. And I'm sure it was nice to hear your parents in their younger years, right? Just to see it right in front of you and him like going back to his younger years. I'm probably, I'm sure that hits a little different. Oh yeah. It was, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. It was, I'm glad we could, you know, at the situation where my mom not being here it was a very nice thing for us to just go do together and have that have that space together. So, um, you know, have those memories. So, yeah, it was great. Uh, but I, I just love those. I love hearing the little the little things, you know, because in the moment we all, again back to the moment, right? When things don't work out, we are immediately disappointed. But honestly, until we until days later, you really don't know. You know what I mean? It's like judging that moment. You don't really know. You know what I mean? Like the judgment of the moment isn't isn't a true statement of what's going on. Right. Yeah. You don't know what you're really, what God or the universe was really meant to give you in that moment. Maybe it wasn't what you wanted, but it was something greater. Right. Exactly. I mean, I was even talking with my friend Shira the other day and she was talking about the man she loves. And she explained to me that the only reason she met him was because the rental car company wouldn't allow her to rent the car she wanted to, to go to the Joshua tree. So therefore, <laughs> so, so get this. So therefore she invites a friend and then they end up there and the friend shares it on Instagram. This guy, Chris, it's a Chris, sees it. And then, you know, they end up meeting up with him and then the rest is history. But it was like, she's like, it, it's because I couldn't get a rental car. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, rental car, for denying me a car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just, again, those little moments. So um, I really appreciate this. It's been a really great time. I know I've talked probably a little bit more than I should have, but I, I want to give you, if you have any more words or, I mean, you, you shared some really great stories and wisdom, but if you have any, you know, any, anything else you'd like to say or people you, you'd like to share in your life, I, I'd love to give you space for that. Um, maybe this is more of like a lesson or something that I want to remind myself as I am okay. 30 that could mm -hmm. resonate with other people is I'm thankful for another year. I know there's, I'm thankful that I'm also one of those people that don't dread getting older. I am so thankful. Thank you, God, for another day, another year. Um, and I want to remind myself, you know, 2020 was difficult for me. I am more of an extrovert and 2020 showed me <laughs> or an ambivert, introverted and extroverted. And it showed me the power of balance because when you lean for me, when I leaned too much one way, it just caused chaos. So I just want to remind myself entering into 30 to enjoy your life, do the things that spark joy and love. Like they literally burst the light inside your heart. Keep following that. And when things get tough, not to lose sight that you're always going to figure it out. And yeah, maximize the opportunities to just create the life that you want, but enjoy it. Love the people around you. It's, 
that's another thing I learned your, your circle, keep it with people who are supportive, who want the best for you and kind of just, you know, you can love everybody, your enemies, but just keep them at a distance too. say hello, goodbye. I'm in, I'm out, but always move it forward. Always keep it moving. That's what I want to tell myself in 30. You can do anything. You are beautiful. You're a woman and thank God for another year. And for everybody entering their birthdays, I hope that they can realize what a beauty and privilege it is to enter another year of life and to create the life you really want for yourself, where you feel that fulfillment, joy, you're proud, and uh, keep the people you love around you. <laughs> the end. <laughs> that was beautiful. Well, uh, I wanted to say uh, happy birthday, Annalise, and I'm, I'm Chris with Annalise. Just remind you guys you have a lot to be grateful for and have a wonderful day, and we are out. This is an open call to anyone that has a gratitude story or practice that they'd like to share. Just email me at the address hello at gratitudespace.com. That link will be in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and rate us. You can look at this as a way of showing me a little gratitude. Just a friendly suggestion. Thank you for tuning in to Gratitude Space Radio and we're out.